Hey, good morning. We're starting Shin Pei Hei. Just a quick uh, recap, just to clarify, if a person's on a cruise ship, so what do they do? So we mentioned that normally uh, it'd be similar, Lamai said similar to a hotel, and if people come stay there, and many, and including Ramosha, Paskins, that you don't need to make an Erev because of Tfisas Abayas, Tfisas Yad. The owner has something in every one of the rooms. And sometimes they have the right to remove you or switch rooms whenever they want. Okay. Um, also by a ship, all the non-Jews are in a hotel. They're always just transitory unless they're there all the time, like the, like the crew itself. But anyways, regardless, uh, usually it's not needed because, as we mentioned, Shinpei Hei Aleph. So now we're going to learn about someone who's Jewish. Right? We learned about someone who's a regular Jew and a regular non-Jew. Now we're going to talk about someone who doesn't keep all the mitzvahs. There's not moda in the mitzvahs of Erevin. So how do we treat them? There's someone in the middle. So Aleph. Tzidoki harehuki Yisrael umevatel reshas. So Tzidoki... So he is a person who believes in the Torah, he believes in Hashem, and he keeps the mitzvahs. But only Torah Shebichtav, and generally not any of the Torah Shebe'alpeh. Right? And there could be any modern um, equivalent, whether you call them a tzidoki or not. Um, there are some of those who, uh, who only want to keep what's written. Okay, so for those, they are a Jew. And if you live with them, you have to make an Erev. However, you can't include them with your food. Like a, a proper Erev here, I'm going to read. Umevatel Rashut. The option for them to do is for them to say, I am Mevatel my Rashut, I'm giving you the property and you can use it. Or for Shabbos, whatever. He's Mevatel his Rashut to you, whatever that means. Of all Erev, But he cannot be included in the actual Erev. Because he doesn't believe in it. Eruvin is only Darabanan, and it's not something he agrees to, and therefore he doesn't have shaykhus to Eruv. Um, now, the, the also, when the, so, uh, now he's not a goy that you have to rent from, he's a Jew. So, but he can't do Eruv Chatseros. So how do you, now, this comes up, anyone who lives in the city, there's always going to be some of these types of people, or people who are, they have, they have the same category also of, a, okay, no, so it's irregular tziduki these days is rare, very well, but these are the same category as Jews who are tinak shenishba. Beis Yosef actually calls tziduki, he actually says it's the same din as tinak shenishba, he doesn't mentioned the Shinak Shanishba here, but he says it really comes from the same source. And they, they keep them, or uh, Tzidoki actually keeps the mitzvahs, and they keep them in Agavotav. But, and he says it's similar to Shatinak Shanishba, and, and it would be the same even if they don't keep the mitzvahs at all. So we have those in apartments that we share, we have them in the city. So the general minag is we, um, we rely on Schirus, because they're not moda be'erving, so you can't use them for erving. Um, perhaps there's an opinion that says you can, but um, I don't know, Pashtas is not. And regardless, the Minagas, we 
we, we do schiras. Even by a Jew, can you do schiras by a Jew? So we learned two opinions just a few days ago, uh, a few simanim ago, that generally the Shulchan Aruch has two opinions if schiras works for a Jew, or he has to only do Eruvin or Bittel, and so he brings two opinions, and um, basically I would say it's a machlok at Archonim, if you can rely on schiras lechatchila, or whenever there's a need. But bottom line, when there's a need, certainly everyone agrees, schiros works. And if bitul works, schiros works. Um, at least, at least if there's a need, again, some say lechatchila. So, okay. Base. Kuti. Hareyu kishar amim. Now someone who is a, uh, a kuti, so he has the din of complete non-Jew, right? These are the ones who was questionable if they converted or not. And we consider them lamaisa like non-Jews. So okay, and then there's and then there's no choice, only to do schiros. Okay, gimel, Yisrael mumar lavodas elilim. So a Jew who is uh, a mumar, he's uh, he's. It's not happened just once, but he's a person who does avodazara, and for avodazara, even if you do it in private. Or a person is Machal Shabbos in public. That's simple, okay? Again, not that it happened once by mistake, but he does it on purpose on a regular basis. Afilu, even if it's, and we're talking about Latiyavon, Afilu eno Machalalo elabi isur derabanan, hareu keoved elilim. So he has a din for many halachos, um, as a, as a, as a goy. It can, depends on every halacha specifically, it might be a little different. Certainly for here, we're doing Erevi um, Chatzeros. And, okay. So for this din, we don't want to, also we don't want to learn from him. So he has the din of a non-Jew, 100%. That the only way is to rent it from him. Rent the space from him. Okay. Um, now again, this could be, um, if a person does it, Lahachis, so then it could be any mitzvah. And also when it comes to Befarhesia, so it needs to be at least in front of 10 people or knowing it's going to be um, seen and known about by by many people or more than 10 people. Okay, that's good. And also, if a person wouldn't do it, now this is common, there are many people who are Mechal Shabbos, Befarhesia, in front of people, right? But in front of their rabbi, they wouldn't do it. So then they also don't have a din of a, again, I'm sure there's a little bit of a debate, but in general, if you wouldn't do it in front of your rabbi or an Adam Gadol, then you are also, don't have a din of a, of a goy. We're going to keep reading. But he just did it. This is Shabbos. So no, he still has a din of a Jew and he can be mevatel as rishos. Okay. Dalit. Yisrael Shehemir. Vahayulu batim mishkunat Yisrael she'ervil kolashana. So you had a chatzer or a city, let's just say a chatzer, and you had homes around them, everybody was religious, and then all of a sudden one of them decided in the middle of the year he's no longer, um, he's no longer keeping Shabbos. Im'ein lo petach acher. Klal. And if he has no other way to leave, his house, there's only one way for him his house to leave into the main street is to go through this chatzah that all of you use, so then he's oser on all of you for the rest of the year. 
Again, if B'chol HaShabbat, Shechal Le'achar Shehemir. For every other Shabbos after he is no longer from. In the middle of Shabbos itself, it's fine, right? Anytime, generally speaking, anytime you have an Eruv that was kosher when Shabbos started, it, it continues to be uh, kosher, right? Unless it's kind of like a Lama Freya idea, idea. Retroactively, when you realize you never had one. But okay. But let's say you have a house where this non-Jew, or this Jew lives who became non-from, and he has two ways to leave his home. There could be the main entrance goes into the chatzar, like everybody else, to get, and then from there you can get into the main street. Or he has a back door that he doesn't like to use so much, and he doesn't usually use it. But this back door of his house, Again, this maybe for our purposes is going to be rare. This back door doesn't go in, doesn't lead into this chatzar. It leads into some other chatzar or, or straight into the mavoy. That's a different way. And you don't, he doesn't have to go into the chatzar that you're using. So then, even though it wasn't a normal size door and he doesn't usually go that way. So you uh, basically tell him, you know, from now on, just you should use the other door and go out the way through the other chatzar where there's non-Jews. You like them anyway, so you should just go that way. I'm not exactly sure how that's enforced, but okay. Shin pei vav. Okay. Shin pei vav. Dine shituf be'eruv. Okay. So now we're talking about Shituf. So until now, we're mainly dealing with an Erev Chatseros. Erev Chatseros is to, it's for one Chatser, to combine people's houses, their dira, where they live. And similarly, but they're going to have some different halachos, now we're going to be discussing what we call Shituf Mavuyos, where we're combining Chatseros, not individual homes where people sleep, we're combining Chatseros into a Mavoy. So therefore, you're going to have a couple differences. Because we're not dealing with where people sleep, we're dealing with uh, just usage areas. Okay, so let's read. Right, as we're saying, a mavoi has four walls, halachic four walls, to make it Rosh Hashayachid. Chatseras also have Rosh Hashayachid. But one's not allowed to carry from a chatser to a mavoi. Right, one's allowed to carry from a chatser to a chatser if the item's in the chatser. But one can't carry from a chatzer to a mavoy. Ve'etir al deishitav shagovin pat or davar acher yimine hamachal mikol chatzer vechatzer ve'not inuto be'echad mina chatzeros. So what do you do? We make a little. Uh, we join food. We can grab bread or any food. Doesn't have to be bread. For erev chatzeros, it has to be only bread or something similar to bread. Pasav ve'kisdem. But when it comes to Eruve chatze for shituf mavayos. It could be any food. Mikol chatze vechatze for not And then normally for an eruve chatzeros, where you have to keep the bread must be inside a house. Can't be outside. For shituf mavayos, it could be inside any of the chatzer. It has to be a place that's somewhat watched. I think we're going to read that. So in other words, it could be in a chatzer. Chatzer has a fence. It's a little bit more private. We call that. That's fine. Can't be left in the in the mavoy itself. Okay. And we just feel and then 
through this way, it makes everything adjoined and it makes like the mavoi is way open, is straight open to the chatzar and it's all one chatzar. And since we're only coming to combine chatzeros, you're allowed to leave it in the air space, in other words, in the outdoors of the chatzar. Or you're allowed to put it inside a house that doesn't have a din of a house. Um, it could be less than four by four amos. Now, it could also be a house. You don't have to leave it outside. You can leave it indoors also. But it, we're allowing you to leave it in the chatzar. And you don't have to put it specifically inside a proper house. Again, but you're allowed to. It has to be a place where people watch, like a chatzar. We don't leave it in the outside airspace, or in the outside of the mavoi. We can only leave it in the chatzar. Base. Now, three, Jew, three Jews or groups of Jews, they live in different um, uh, mavois. So they're separate. And, or whatever, they're chatseros or mavois, but they're not, uh, it's not connected or contiguous. It's not, they can't just go from one to another. They can't get there from one to another for, it could be from a couple of different reasons. Either they're, it's locked and there's no way for them to get out. That's what we're about to read. Um, so there's no way for them to leave. There's doors that are locked to keep them separate. Or it could be that it's you have to go through an area that doesn't have an Eruv. It could be through another Mavoy that doesn't have a proper Eruv or Shituf. Or you didn't rent from the Goy. Or it's through a Rosh Hashanah. Whatever it is, in other words, you can't connect one from another and walk there and carry there. So then, it's a problem if one guy collects, the shamash collects the uh, the food and keeps it outside or in one of them because um, because they can't connect from one to another on Shabbos. In other words, it must... If it doesn't help to join this way. Because the shituf that's connecting you, that you're using has to be inside one of the chatzeros that you're using and that you're being connected to, that you can walk to and use. It doesn't help to leave it in someone else's mavoy or in some, some other city. It has to be in your chatzer, right? Or one of your chatzeros. And if it's, um, you're separated or you're far from each other and you can't get to one another, it's not one shituf. And so there's no way to, it's not, it's not being considered as being joined as one, and therefore doesn't work. If you make a proper Erev in one area. Now, uh, Alright, so basically this just means, there's a little bit of discussion how to read this, but basically it means that as long as you make an Erev of Chatseros and you have a proper Chatser or Shituf Mavayos and you have a proper Shituf with your Mavoy, then um, no one's going to answer what you created if they're in a separate mavoi or a separate chatzer with separate walls. And, or if you're in, you're together in one chatzer or in one mavoi and someone there asters you, like for whatever reasons we explained, he didn't join or he didn't, he's a, he's a non-Jew, he didn't rent, 
then the only way to, to fix that is if you make a you separation between you, like you make a wall or you make a tzorat petach. Basically, it's just saying anytime you have a proper chatzar, another proper chatzar that's not completely open, in other words, you have a doorway in between you to separate you, a different chatzar, a different mavoy is not going to answer one that was done correctly. That's really what it means. Gimel. Just like we learned whatever the rules were for Eruve Chatzeros and for making the proper Shira for it. For example, a woman can make it for her husband, even if he doesn't know about it. And that it's done, you can make an error without him knowing. Um, or if there is no way, there's no other way for to to uh, to go from one chutzer to uh, from his house, except it's through yours, so he's benefiting from you. So you can even um, make an eruv without him knowing, or take some of his bread and, and include it in the eruv. The shekatan yachol or his a katan from him, a child who lives in him uh, in this person's house, you can also take from him and use it. Where you just have one person and he's mezaka for everybody. One person buys the batza matzah, lifts it up and has someone else pick it up. And he's mezaka for everybody. Or if they're partners, they don't and they live together, they don't have to. Uh, when they're eating together, they don't have to make an eruv. Basically, all the basic kolachos that we learned but eruv echatzeros apply here as well. The main two differences we mentioned is one could be with bread, uh, only bread, and one could be with all foods. And does it have to be in the house specifically, or can it also be in outside the house in the chatzah? That's the main difference. Otherwise, halachos are very similar. Even if you have the neighbors, let's say you have three neighbors, and they're all, two of them are in the same business, they're partners in the same business of wine, and another... And one of that neighbors with another neighbors in the same business of oil. If they each have their oil and their wine together, and so since they're by definition they're sharing the same food, if they don't have to make another shittif from they're already connected. And that's if it's in the same kli. They have to still be. They have to be in. Let's say they each have a bottle of one, and it has to be put together in the same kli. We learned, um, not to get too complicated, but just to touch upon, we learned that um, sometimes they don't have to be in the same kli. If there's no room, it doesn't fit, and it was done for this purpose. Okay, but simply put, if it's in one kli, that's better. And But there are some postcoms who say, you can't use, you can't combine two liquids if they don't go together. Okay, so... I'll just leave that as a, as a uh, okay, as a hara. So dalit. Now, bottom line, mishtatzvim bechol machal. You're allowed to combine any types of food. It could be vegetables, it could be meat, it could be bread, and you can combine them together to reach the proper amount that's necessary. Even four or five different types of foods. It could be mistarfing to reach. Once you have enough food for two meals, then that's enough for um, 
as many people as you want, it includes everybody. Um, and Mazon Shtei Seuda, so if it's bread, we learned it's the volume of six or eight eggs. Okay, so that we learned a few simonim ago. Okay, um, I think we'll continue to hey. Yeah. You can use any food. So now we're going to give some examples. Or, um, not exactly sure what that means, but some kind of, uh, I don't either, I will just say either, it could be anything, the herbs or the actual seeds or beans, whatever it is, and it became too hard and you can't eat it. Vitavlin, or just spices straight. A bag of spices is not going to work. Upolin, yveshim, or you have dried beans. They're, they're not cooked yet. They're not. You can't eat them yet. gadlu zeret. Or the um, onions are. Uh, so here, he's, if you just read the words of the Shulchan Aruch, he says you can't use onions that are too small because it's like uh, it's, it's completely not edible. But um, he says, um, he actually, but he also, the Mishnah says, even bigger onions, we don't eat them raw. Maybe it depends where you live. He says, we don't eat them raw. So they're edible, but you don't eat them raw. So he says, un, or, or plain. Um, so therefore, B'Tselim by themselves don't count, but you, but they work if you include them with other food. And you can't use, uh, mushrooms. They're not usually um, eaten on their own. And the grad disagrees, especially when they're cooked, because people do. Not all these straight uh, kernels. No vegetables that are partially cooked. Bottom line, it must be something that is edible right now. It's not something, that, oh, you can cook it after Shabbos. No, no, it has to be edible right now. And... It doesn't even have to, we're going to see, it doesn't, or we started to see, it doesn't have to be 100% edible by itself. If you're only using this item, then it has to be 100% edible now by itself. But you can combine it with other things to be mistar after the six or eight eggs or include it, have it with the bread or with other food. And then it does count if you eat it with other foods. It can't be only water by itself because only water by itself is not really considered food. Velo melach lavado, and not salt all by itself. But you can use them if you mix in flavors and other items with the water and with the salt, then they can be mitzarev to the shear. Some say only if you put in oil. Some say you can include spices into your... Okay, so we'll continue. Uh, I think we'll do one more. But, so anyways... It's usually recommended just to take a simple box of, practically, it's usually recommended just to use a box of matzah. So you avoid all the questions, is it a mavoy? Is it an eruv? Because again, these things won't work if it's an eruv chatseros. And this way you just don't have any questions. Alright. Obviously if there is no matzah, it's good to know these halachas when you need them. But usually we're dealing with eruv chatseros anyway. Vav, one more. So now, any item, that you normally eat for a meal. You eat it with bread. That's the norm. So shiuro, this item that's 100% edible, and you normally eat it with the meal with bread, so then the shiur of this item is 
amount of food, the amount of this food that you normally eat for two meals. So as we discussed before, probably one large piece of chicken, one large piece of schnitzel would, would suffice. Maybe three uh, tablespoons of hummus would suffice. Because that's probably the, whatever, the, whatever the amount is. Everyone can use their imagination. And certainly, you can use these foods to be included in the shear if you're using bread as the shear, which is six or eight beitzim. Okay, uvas are high. Now what about raw raw meat? liftan. Raw meat is not considered liftan. You don't eat raw meat with bread. And so therefore, you need to have enough raw meat of two seudos. Now, raw meat, if it's really raw, so the uh, Mishnah Bura points out probably that wouldn't be good enough because it's not edible. So we're talking about raw meat that was salted and is now, because of the salt or pickling, now it's considered edible. Or if it's, when it means basar chai, it doesn't mean mamish basar chai, he means uh, just a little bit cooked. But it's almost like, um, okay, I guess what some people would call rare. It's, again, some people would call that raw and some people would call raw, uh, would call rare even uh, overdone. But anyways, aval, sali have a but if it's grilled, so that that's certainly called liftan, v'shir lapis bosh desidos. And you just need as much meat as normally eaten for a meal. Chomets have a liftan, vinegar is considered something that goes with bread, v'ched yain v'vushal, so to cooked wine, aval yain chai, raw wine, lo have a liftan, that's not considered going with the meal, and therefore you have to have enough of it all by itself, v'shiuro, and so you have to have at least full two reveals of these liquids. And all liquids that are edible, um, the way they are, but they're not, it doesn't go with the bread, so then that's two reveals.